0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
2: Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue.
1: Uh, What will the New Orleans Saints do at quarterback? Will it involve Derek Carr as the Raiders are going to cut Carr? Uh, we know that the Dallas Cowboys should cut Zeke Elliott, but Jerry's too emotional and doesn't think rationally. Logic doesn't go into Jerry's thinking football-wise, business-wise. It does, but anyway, out of bounds, ESPN 105, not the zone. We'll ask our NFL insider friend coming up next show is brought to you by Sound and Communications. That's Soundcom. Sound and Communications. And they provide leading-edge audio-visual for churches, businesses, and sports facilities. SoundcomAV.com. Mike Natelier. At Mike Natelier on Twitter. WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Mike D., uh, what do you make of where the Saints may be going uh, in the QB market, if anywhere?
2: Well, I think they definitely have zeroed in on Derek Carr. Um, The issue of acquiring Carr um, via a trade I I always thought was a long shot even though I think he is the guy they really want. And I think they'll make – they're still not out of the Derek Carr sweepstakes. But now it opens it up to other teams that will have some interest, if it's Carolina, Jets, whoever. But I have no doubt Carr is the guy on top of their list that they want. And I think they'll make a heavy play for him uh, despite, you know – him vetoing that trade and if I'm his agent I'd have vetoed it also Uh, you're going to get much more money uh, outside uh, of that deal than if you would have just been dealt to the Saints it was a smart move on his agent's part Uh, this is a quarterback starve league and it it just takes one to really overpay you Uh, so um, yeah, I think Carr's the guy. After that, I think it becomes a little bit interesting if is not the guy uh, of, of where do they go. And um, there are people in this, uh, in this organization who really like Baker Mayfield. Oh. Hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yikes. If it doesn't work out with, with Derek Carr.
1: Well, every Saints fan listening just became a big Derek Carr to New Orleans fan. Uh, uh, yeah,
2: overnight, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, so to speak. But I think the philosophy has to change uh, with the Saints. and And that is they have not really spent much draft capital in, say, the last 10 years on drafting quarterbacks. They did pick Garrett Grayson a few years back, Ian Book, uh, but that you get a whiff on on a lot of that. And uh, my my former neighbor, he passed away uh, last year, Joe Clark, he was a a backup quarterback for the Cleveland Browns back in the 50s. And uh, he told me about Paul Brown, that Paul was really always believed in that uh, draft or trade for a quarterback every year that you got to do it. And Joe uh, told me the story that when Otto Graham, who was really way ahead of his time in the passing game, retired, Joe thought he was going to be the guy. And he said, in one clean swoop, uh, Paul Brown trades for three veteran quarterbacks and drafts two. So he said that's when I started thinking about maybe getting into coaching uh, when that happened. Uh, he said the only other guy said, that really had that in mind uh, was was Ron Wolfe and Mike Holmgren. And, and he's right about the fact that, you know, they, they come into Green Bay and they trade for Brett, and certainly that was a great run that they had with it. But at, they also drafted Matt Hasselbeck, Mark Brunel. And I remember Joe telling me he, he goes to the Packers camp and he's working out with a big, raw-born kid from northern Iowa who they cut, Kurt Warner. They were all there at one time. Mm-hmm. So he says, you know what, that, that was always his philosophy, and I sort of learned that from Joe, that in in the world today, you, you just can't do it every once in a while. And people, oh, you're going to miss. You, you're not going to get the guy. Well, uh, tell me about all those late-round picks from last year that made the Saints team. And you get a lot of, uh, you know, silence in the background. Uh, Rashid Shaheed and, and Louis Kidd made the team as undrafted free agents. But what about all those late-round picks that they they had last year? Who made an impact? None of them. So the, all those statistical nerds that want to throw that out to you uh, about, well, it, you know, the, the numbers don't add up. Man, listen, uh, all I can tell you is you got to keep trying. Because if you just hit I'm on sure. one of those guys, you've hit pay dirt. Or uh, was Dak a first or second round pick? No. He wasn't a first or second-round pick. He's a starting quarterback. We all know the story with Brady and Brock Purdy and and other guys that have started in this league. It does happen. And I think today with more quarterbacks that are involved in the passing game than ever before, you got a better shot at it Uh, of picking one in the middle to late rounds. I pick one every year. Every year, I pick one. Uh, didn't necessarily have to be in round one or round two, but I pick one every year because if you hit, you got something. Sure, you got something special there.
1: So, Derek, if you handicap Derek Carr to the Saints, give me.
2: I think the Saints are in a slight lead because of the fact that they have talked to him and they know what he wants financially. Okay more so than say a Carolina where he did not visit <clears throat> I do think the Panthers are going to be very aggressive uh in the off season for a quarterback and I've heard from people who I think are pretty much in the know that they really like Derek Carr also but if they can't get Derek, they would then kind of pivot toward trying to move up in round one to get Bryce Young. And that would mean getting the first overall pick.
1: Hello. Okay. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night
0: Plus. All
1: right, what about Kamara? Where where, where are the Saints with... So you, you've you got the Saints in a slight lead over the Panthers. We'll see how it shakes out. Mickey Loomis will have to recruit Dennis Allen and so on. Um, and I know Mickey wants to prove that he can, even though they're friends, he wants to prove he can win without Sean, just like Sean wants to prove, I guess, he can win without Drew and Mickey and whatever. So uh, with, with Kamara and Michael Thomas... Where, where are we going with this? What what could play out? Well, because
2: of the restructuring of his contract, uh, Michael Thomas is going to be a, a salary cap casualty. Uh, they're going to release him. Uh, just the way they did that contract toward the end of the season, <clears throat> well, after right after the season, gives you a strong indication that he will be a uh, a release by the saints they won't trade him nobody's going to take that contract nobody in their right mind would uh, at this stage uh because of his injuries you <laughs> you know I, I i don't see how you can get anything for him uh, i mean he's he's barely played the last couple years now for saints fans who had this belief they're going to get a first or second-round pick for Thomas, uh, good luck with that thinking. That ain't going to work. Uh, Because if you trade for him, you also trade for that contract. Nobody's going to pick that contract up. They're just going to tell you, hey, uh, yeah, I'm interested, but I'm not trading for that because of what you gave him contractually. You're going to have to cut him loose. So I see uh, Thomas as a um, salary cap casualty in a, in a, in a release mm. sometime in the offseason. Camara is the more intriguing part uh, because of the fact that just like if you buy and sell stock, um, why would you deal Camara now? Coming off his most um least productive season, and he's got troubles off the field okay you're not you're gonna get pennies on a dollar for Kamara. so um it, it's gonna be difficult, but you know that he's gonna face a six to eight game suspension from the nfl that that's a given that that's most likely what he's going to get. And are teams would be interested? Yes. But why would you trade him now when his value is at the least amount? If you really wanted to move him, why didn't you move him last fall when it was obvious he was not going to be suspended for any time during the 2022 season, and he could have helped a team similar, I guess, maybe to like McCaffrey uh, helped the 49ers. They decided not to deal him. Why deal him now? That's the question I have. When you can't get full value for him, wouldn't you be better... When you can get the most for him. But listen, they got a lot of people that ain't too smart in this world that they sell stock at the, when it's kind of rock bottom and not when it's at its highest. And that's what you have uh, with Alvin Kamara. You got a football player whose trade uh, value is at the lowest it's ever been. Why would you deal him now?
1: Mm. Okay. So, if they pull off Carr, Mike Dettelier, Saints Insider on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, if they pull off Carr, the way this division looks now, and everybody could look different several months from now, you would think that the Saints have a heck of an opportunity to compete and possibly win the NFC South. Um, So, everything, this goes back, I mean, these other pieces are important, but... I just feel like there's a pretty big gap between a car and a Mayfield, and um, man, if you land car, this Dennis Allen thing may work because they can get to nine and eight or ten and seven. Mike D in 2023.
2: Okay, and and all that's in a fine world where no one else does anything. But what happens if Carolina trades up and gets Bryce Young? What happens if Atlanta? pulls off a deal with Baltimore for Lamar Jackson.
1: Surely the, re- I know that could happen. Uh, so I, I get the Bryce Young thing. Just, I know Newsom moved into a little bit different deal, COO from GM, but, but Harbaugh and Newsom and, and that ownership group, I just find it hard to believe. Don't you, that they would move off Lamar?
2: Okay. you a hundred million dollars apart contractually. Explain to me how you close the gap. I I, I think that, that
1: franchise the
2: more Baltimore says we're not gonna deal him, the more I think they do. <laughs> okay? Uh it's it's almost kind of vice versa, uh in this world. That the more the Ravens keep saying I'm not gonna deal him, the more I think that they or contemplating doing that if they get the right offer. And I think Atlanta would be the team. Uh, they're over what, $50 million cap-wise. So they could fit him into a cap situation. Uh, they have early draft choices. That would be something I think the Ravens would like uh, because they've they've spent a lot of money on other places, other positions. And the way it ended last year, how how do you kind of fold that and put in your pocket and say, okay, all that, eh, you know, it was what it was. We'll just move on. Uh, I, I know the way teams think. I, I don't think that's the case. But it would be, I think, devaluing the stock of Lamar Jackson if they said, we're going to move him. I'm going to keep telling you we not, but yet I might. And I think they would get a haul similar to what the Browns got for Deshaun Watson. And remember who was in the sweepstakes for Deshaun. Saints, Falcons, Panthers. Mm Mm-hmm. And look who's still looking: Saints, Falcons, <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> <True>. So, <laughs> I do think there's more to this story than what's being told. But if I, they I,
1: franchise I, him, it, it kind of lets everybody settle uh, now. I think
2: they'll put. Uh, I think they'll put the exclusive franchise on him, and then <clears throat> I think you will see. Teams trying to make a move of what it would cost us to get him. Okay, And and then I think that's where a Deshaun Watson type deal comes into play. And that was no doubt into the final moments when Cleveland guaranteed everything that it came down to Saints Falcons for Watson. And I, and I do think the Falcons would be a major player uh, for Lamar Jackson, major. Uh, you've got a coaching staff and a general manager who's in year three, and you got an owner that may not be too patient too much longer. He He's done it for two years. Does he do it for another year? I'm going to say I bet he don't. You better win now. Okay, you're hanging your hat on Desmond Ritter. And listen, I, and I like Desmond
1: <laughs>
2: more than most. I, I like him. But is he going to win big for me this year? No. But Lamar could.
1: Yes.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Okay. Mike Dettillier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, on the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Sound and Communications. How about this? We've got a Derek Carr battle. Uh, this is recruiting uh, with the Saints and Panthers and who else? Who, who knows? And then... You don't want to drop from Carr to Baker Mayfield. We're already receiving text. Uh, Saints fans are not liking that idea. So,
2: yeah, me neither.
1: But <laughs>
2: uh, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just telling you.
1: Oh man, Baker Mayfield! Oh goodness, that would probably that'd probably be the last nail for for Dennis Allen. Um, all right. Hey, how much longer do you think? I've only got a minute here too, but. Uh, Mickey Loomis has been nothing short of amazing. Uh, and I know he hasn't made every – no No GM makes every call, right? There's plenty of misses, but, man, he's had the hits. Obviously, Sean is the main one. Um, how much longer do you think he wants to do this, Mike?
2: Yeah, it's a good question. I've been asked that. I, I don't know. Uh, Mickey is um, not someone to sort of talk a lot about how much longer how much he enjoys this that sort of thing he 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 really has not gotten into that <clears throat> excuse me so that part i really couldn't answer mm-hmm. but he's got a couple of young guys here uh front office wise that will eventually be movers and shakers in the nfl one being the salary cap expert in kai harley and their director of pro personnel, Mike Parrington. And both of those guys eventually are going to be GMs in the NFL. So I don't know how much longer Mickey has. But I agree with you. I think deep down inside, <clears throat> he wants to show he can win and build, rebuild this team. And Sean's in Denver. Right. And and Drew's out of the picture. I I think he would like that. But very few people walk away in this profession um, sort of, I guess, Hollywood ending style. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it doesn't end good. Uh, And and we see that. uh, There's nothing uh, wrong with that. No one walks out you know, at, at the highest peak most of the time. And so uh, it'll be interesting with Mickey that what happens if this turns out to be an 8-9 team or, or a 7-10 and 10 team in 2023. Mm. And then you now may be testing the patience of Gail Benson, who I think is a very patient owner. Unlike Tom Benson, uh, Tom he didn't he didn't want to hear nothing about it. He just wanted to win. Uh, Gail uh, is certainly different, but I, I can't tell you how much longer Mickey will do this. But you know that you've got a couple young guys in that front office that are eventually going to be GMs. And does Mickey walk away? Um, you know, I, that part I can't really tell you. He's never really spoke to me about that, to be honest with you.
1: How much does somebody like Loomis make as the GM of the Saints, Mike? Do you know?
2: Well, it's uh, multiple millions. Okay. Yeah, and you know, and he's he he's part of the hierarchy uh, of not only the Saints but also the Pelicans. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying he has a say in that, but he is part of the structure.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there. The Derek Carr sweepstakes and watch continues for Houdat Nation uh, because you don't want to end up with Baker Mayfield. Derek Carr gives you a shot at the postseason. And once you get there, you don't ever know what can happen. Mike D, Mike Dettelier, Saints NFL insider. As we go into February and March, uh, in April, we're going to hammer the draft with with Mike D. Emmanuel Forbes is climbing. Uh, people, Mississippi State, people are excited about that. I think he's what the NFL is looking for today. And, of course, Mike will dive into the QB situation. The Will Levis love is a little bit of a head-scratcher. Anthony Richardson, boy, that looks it's like a lot a of bigger one. Yeah, it looks like a lot of <laughs> risk there. So we'll see what shakes out. And, and, of course, we'll monitor Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, among others. Mike D., on the Out of Bounds Show. Mike Natilier, thank you, man.
2: Appreciate it, Bo. Thank you.
1: At Mike Natilier on Twitter, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. That interview is brought to you by soundcomab.com. That stands for audiovisual, sound, and communications. Leading edge audiovisual for your business, right? Your lobby area, your conference room, your sports facility, your church, your business. Leading edge audio, visual, sound, and communications, Soundcomav.com. Scott Paget will join us at 930. He's on Chris Janz's staff. He played at Kentucky. Eight-year NBA bet. Paget 930.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing?